Good evening, listeners. Uh, today is Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. And the time now is 11.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good evening, one. Good evening, all. I hope that you all are faring well on this fine summer. We're still in summer, folks. Let's not push ourselves, right? Anyway, before I forget, a big shout-out to you, Spotify Folks, Spotify for podcasters, that is where it's at. You ever thought about starting your own podcast? Think about Spotify. Spotify. That is the way to go. Or just check out the many, many podcasts in their, their library of Congress of selections. How do you like them apples, folks? <laughs> anyway, theme of this episode, because I know some of you just want me to get right to the point, okay? No more live comedy for me. Yep, I'm joining ship. No more open mics. Okay, get to the point. I ain't doing no more comedy open mics anymore. I'm not seeking to do any live comedy. I'm joining the party after it's too late. Yeah, it's too late for me. You see, the, the, the trend for comedians to go into social media started probably 2009, minimum and probably before that too but it was in full swing and i was on the scene too folks yeah i got into the comedy scene in 2000 in 2005 i made up my mind that i wanted to become a comedian i was no youngster at that time i was 39 years old so you know it's kind of old anyway to suddenly to have a light bulb say oh, oh i could, could aha i could become a comedian i was obsessed with it though and I took comedy classes. How did I get to that? Because I was on the scene. That's why. Because as you can see, you know, I mean, I had started doing it. And I, I counted from the time the seed was planted. I, I, I say a person becomes a comedian or an actress from the time they decide they want to do that. So if, if, it's, if it's in, in September of 2005 it was, is when I decided to become a comedian, so, so be it. That's when I became a comedian. That's when the idea was hatched. That's when the idea was born. So by 2009, I had been a comedian for four years, and I did not join it. And after much kicking and screaming, I won't go, I won't go, I suddenly realized, you know what? I'm going to join the campaign. I'm going to do the podcasting. I'm, I'm going to do the YouTube channels. Um, you know, some comedians, they make it into the podcasting through the, the comedy career, through their success on stage as a byproduct of their comedy career, they get the, the podcast. For me, it's probably going to be vice versa, if at all, that as a byproduct of my podcasting success, I might get some live shows, but I'm not even, at, I don't even care. I'm just having fun doing this. What I'm saying is not only did I, like most comedians I knew back then, they had one leg in the social media ship and they had one leg in the live comedy ship. That was my point, folks. They were doing like concurrent two things at the same time simultaneously, promoting themselves on social media, on Facebook Live, on YouTube, on podcasts, whatever, with their buddies, whatever. Or they were, uh, and they were doing live shows. Well, I. I'm not going back to live comedy. I'm I'm not pursuing it. Yeah, if someone knocks at my door, hey Steve, come on, we'll give you a show. 
Absolutely. But that's not happening. No one's looking for me. You know, no one's no one will even come to visit me in the cemetery except my family. So come on, let's call let's call things the way they are. And I accept that for what it is. It is what it is. I don't mind. I, I like the cloak of anonymity too. But I'm just gonna have fun doing this podcast. I'm just telling you, you know, where I'm at right now. I have decided to join the social media ship. I just want to do the podcasting. I just want to do the YouTube channels. I don't care about going to any live open mics anymore. To me, that's like getting hit by a tidal wave. Like point break is like getting hit. It's like going like surfing, right? And these big waves, because when you go up and say you bomb, right? But at least when you go surfing, the other surfers come by and say, hey, dude, what's going on? Surf's up. Hey, you ever done that? Hey, let me give you some pointers. And at least you fall in surfing. They come and they try to do like CPR. And at least they invite you to go out for a beer afterwards. And maybe you might get your bang like the ex-chick of Patrick Swayze, you know, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves, Agent Johnny Utah. Intent. Anyway, my point is at least the support in the surfing community. When you go to an open mic, it's like going surfing to point break, but then no one's going to give you any pointers. If you happen to crash and get hit by a wave, no one's going to pull you out and do CPR. They'll just let the current take you and sweep you away. And who's ever left gets to go for a beer together. And you don't get invited into the beer crowd right away even if they go out for beers half of them don't anyway it's it's all about me 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 you ever go to these workshops all the time it's like when will i get more stage time when will my i know it's my when will i i i i'm doing this it's a very very individual type of thing it's really after i I understand it has to be that way i after i just beat you down i i just don't have it in me to do that anymore i just rather just do social media for now, I'm, I'm having fun doing it. You know what I really admire, folks? Because I'm listening to a lot of podcasts now. I'm into pod... You see, the good thing with the podcast is if if I listen to you... All right, if I find that you you keep making episodes, you're constantly keeping current, I'm more inclined to follow you. If I look at a podcast and I see like your last episode was in 2018, I'm probably not going to check you out. I'm probably not going to be interested in you. But if I see you're continuously producing, I'll put notifications on. And if I'm not busy and I get a notification, I'll check out your latest episode. And if you announce we are performing or what's going on, your schedule calendar, and you're near me and I can go, I might even go see you. Do you understand? So I do follow podcasts. And I used to look down on folks who do podcasts with their friends, you know, bro cast or I don't know what, sis, sister cast, whatever, how you, I used to look down on them, but I found myself listening to them and it's not so bad. A lot of them are very insightful. I learn, I could be in a bro cast too if I want. It's me holding back. I pull myself back and scoff at those who still bond, bond together, but it's always me. I'm still this, the, the kid in sixth grade pulling his desk away from the group. Yeah, the teacher made these little groups in sixth grade. You know, little desks you have in school, like four desks forming a little square and whatever. I just didn't feel like I was included with the other boys. Like I, they didn't want me around or they didn't 
they just seemed to be into themselves or like if I didn't talk to them, they wouldn't talk to me. Or I was just taking things, reading into things too more, more than it had to be because that's, that's how I am. I read into things and, you know, I probably was self-centered. I, instead of trying to chime in, I did a jackass thing. I kept trying to slowly pull an inch away every second, as inch, 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 until it became obvious that I just pulled my desk away, like far away. And then at some point, I wanted to return my desk to my, I don't know why, I tried to push it towards him. And the teacher said, nope, no, Stephen, no, you can't. You already did it. You pulled you. And I had to remain by myself like that for the rest of the semester. What is my point? I do this to myself and then I complain because I am alone. But anyway, we're not even talking about this is not self-analysis. This is about um, comedy. This is about broadcasts. I admire when comedians have other comedians on, right? But they talk about things other than comedy, which demonstrates to us that Comedians are not just about comedy. That's my comedians are sensitive people taking in life, living life, enduring everyday struggles that you and I and everybody else adores like divorce, cancer, obesity, um, nutrition, health, you name it. Comedians go through every, I, I know comedians who have been nurses, uh, social workers, therapy, teachers, garbage men, accountants, um, gas GI doctors. I, I, there's a whole account, you, you name it. There's a whole host of like trade, you know, someone isn't just born little boxes, a, a court jester. Oh, I'm a court jester. Now I'm a comedian. I'm all about laughs. No, they're about life. And I love it when comedians have the podcast, but they don't talk about comedy. That's what I like hearing them talk about, about life's journey. And I hear, I listen to these podcasts and they're keeping current and they make announcements of what's going on. I want them to know I'm out there and I'm listening. That's all. I, I got good things to say. Good vibes. I'm trying to grow as a person, folks. Um, that's all I got to say about that. I just wanted to tell you, you know, I joined the social media ship 14 years too late. I got the smartphone. I got the smartphone five years too late. Well, when was everybody getting the smartphone? No nine about that time when comedians were jumping on social media. In 09, weren't people getting the smartphones? And I was still stubbornly clinging to my text phone, which I would stubbornly text on on my, you know, my flip phone. You know why? Because I wanted to be like Dennis Leary from Rescue Me and FX. I don't know if anybody ever used to watch that TV show. Tommy Gavin, he was always talking to his girlfriends, and he, he made it look so cool. He would, like, flip the phone. He'd be drunk. He never got pulled over. He's always in his red pickup truck. Okay, okay, and he was talking, and he had his cool sunglasses. I said, I want to be like Tommy Gavin. I couldn't be cool without the flip phone. He said, I couldn't be, like, cool like like Tommy Gavin. I wanted to be like Tommy Gavin, you know, and then i get in a car accident, and I could be like his brother, Ryan O'Reilly, who's Ryan or Dean Winter. You know, Dean, you know, Dean Winter, Ryan O'Reilly from Oz, 
the, he does the commercials um, for Liberty Insurance, uh, where he crashes up the car. Now he's doing it now. 20 years later, he's like a little bit he- heavier and gray hair and band-aids in his face, but he's still like uh, Detective John McClane with the band-aids in his face, you know, blood on the side. And I don't know how I got from that point A to point B, but I don't want to lose you. Maybe it's time to pull, pull a mic before I slobber all over. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. 12 minutes and 27 seconds. I'll talk to you soon and uh, sleep well wherever you are or wake up well, but be well. That's my point. I'm out.